0: I'm not passionate about the subject of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift dating. Oh, really? I don't care if those two seemingly very nice people are dating each other. What I'm passionate about, what I yell about, what I get all up in arms about, is being right. So you I want be to be distraught right now. I want to be right. <laughs> And I still feel as though I'm right. Because here's what the internet does. They take a clip that is from a week ago where the question was being asked, are they dating? And I said, no, they are not. And then Sunday happens, and maybe they're dating now, Gary. No, listen, maybe they are. But I stand by the fact, which is what I said before, they met for the first time at that stadium on Sunday. (laughs) That was the first time they ever hung out. I stand by it. Maybe love will come of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll keep having their arms around each other's neck. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. As friends do.
0: Maybe it will grow into something. Mm -hmm. But it all started on a Sunday in Arrowhead in a suite with He Mama. (laughs) And that's it.
1: Elle, uh, noted Denver Broncos fan, Looking like Champ Bailey out there with the back pedal. You like that? With the back pedal. Let me see
0: what I do? Listen, it dude, wasn't the
1: first time they met. You think? You think I, she met his mom before she met him? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. I think they all met each other at the Come same time. Come on. I think they all met. But here's my thing. Yes. Even if I'm wrong, I said on this podcast. Oh, Lies. No. Oh yeah. No. No. I will die on this hill. If they are not dating. And so. I gotta die on this hill, bruh. You have to. And even if you guys eulogize me over the next couple of weeks or however long this relationship lasts, I'll be in my coffin, six feet under going, they just met on Sunday. Mm -hmm.
1: And they're running it back this Sunday, (laughs) reportedly.
0: Speaking of running it back.
1: Feels good to take a victory lap, L, It feels great.
0: We're going to get into that in a little bit because Gary and my mentions about a very popular topic from episode three yes. shows why there's two Americas
1: two <laughs> and we're
0: going to get into that.
1: <laughs> we got some we got some heroes.
0: We do, Speaking of heroes, God, the segues <laughs> write themselves. A couple of months ago. Yep. If you're Tyler Hero. Oh. That You're thinking a good. Six? That was a
1: good segue. I didn't think you were going there. I did not think that's where you were going. She is a paid journalism professional, folks. <laughs> Catch her on the 6 p.m. Sports Center Monday through Friday with Kevin Nagandi. Come
0: get these segues
1: mm-hmm. like a mall cop. <laughs> that's a Randy Scott special. I okay. can't. I can't take credit take for it? that. I can't take. Just edit for that.
0: out the part where he gives credit and let him take. But it.
1: Kevin James is like the hottest dude on the internet. He right really now. Anyway, is for no reason. Do to your platform. Oh,
0: millennials. The Z- millennials. So, Tyler here a couple of months ago, it looks like, shh, get real familiar with the Pacific Northwest, homie, because you're gonna go to Portland and they are gonna grab them Damian Lillard. Sick
1: cold brew scene though.
0: Second day of free agency, rumors allegedly, mm-hmm. he finally wants out. Yep. I don't care that I signed a brand new deal just a year and a half ago, I don't give uh, a damn. I'm done with y'all.
1: I'm no longer loyal to the soil.
0: And I wanna go to Miami. Miami. So much so uh. that the NBA had to get involved and they were like, yo, you gotta stop having your agent tell people you ain't playing for nobody yeah. but Miami. Yeah. So here we all, we're just thinking, okay, this is the fait accompli. Eventually he's gonna end up in Miami. Yeah. And then, just like that this week news, he's been traded, but to the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: The who? What? Well, third m- player in the game, like a ninja moving silent in the shadows.
0: Out of nowhere. Three-team deal with the Suns. DeAndre Ayton Gone. is out of there. The Suns get, it's a whole other thing, but the Suns get some some picks.
1: Mm-hmm. The Suns get N- Yusef Nurkic. Nurkic. And some notable. Geef out of Street Fighter is what I call him.
0: And this is a classic case of what you asked for yes. versus what you got. You asked for South Beach. You asked for Jimmy Buckets. You asked for all that. Get some dog in them. Yep. And you landed in Milwaukee. Very nice place, I think. Great airport.
1: Great place. Love the airport.
0: Actually, I think I'm thinking of Minneapolis's airport. Also a
1: fantastic airport. Really good airport. Fantastic airport. Fantastic airport. Charlotte's is my personal favorite, but another topic.
0: That's not Miami.
1: Yeah. But... Can't spell milwaukee with m i a okay okay, listen, running mate all star in and of himself, yeah, what about this okay, you wanted beach living okay, it's not south Beach, it's the beaches of Lake Michigan, yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between the two teams
0: is there yeah, okay, divulge.
1: Well, in, in terms of just that.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's I can kind of, tell that's you're lying because when you're replying, play. stutter, stutter.
1: That's the only wordplay that I had today. MIA, can't spell Milwaukee without it. South Beach, beaches of Lake Michigan. Was that the
0: kind of analysis you're getting on SportsCenter this morning?
1: That is, is exactly what I said. <laughs> I also went with something like um, you can't turn a dollar into a buck. Jimmy uh, Butler was upset that it cost 150 bucks to fill up the Bugatti. Well, here's another buck that he is without now. Damien okay. Lillard. And that's about all you got all this right. That's about all you that's got. What
0: you, that's what you had. That's what I So, brought all to, this buildup.
1: That's what I brought to the table. You were
0: so ready. He probably had a million puns ready for MIA. That's and then I, it was. That's what I brought to
1: the table this M-I-L-A, morning. M I L
0: A. Do I know how to spell M I L W A U K E E? Shout A. I was
1: worried. <laughs> I was worried
0: for a <laughs> Thank second. Thank you. Well, if I couldn't spell it, it would give credence to your worry. Oh, call, that's a callback. That's, a, that's a callback
1: in comedy, people. Okay. Maybe take Improv 101.
0: So I actually think this is a great play for Dame Lillard. I know he didn't want to go to Milwaukee, but you can't be the guy that goes and chases an MVP or your Kevin Durant, right? Mm-hmm. We've already seen that happen. Oh, he's a cupcake. You're just chasing rings. They already won. They don't need you. This works out well because this is the closest he's going to get a ring to a ring. Closer, I think, going to Milwaukee to team up with Giannis than he would have to team up with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I do. Right? They're the same. And player. so you don't get called any names because you're traded. I had nothing to do with this. I didn't even want to go here. Mm-hmm. You get all the benefit. You get none of the indictments if it doesn't work out. Correct. You didn't trade yourself there. If you know if it's not a good fit, you didn't trade yourself there. If you go and dominate and win a ring. Can't be mad at you. You're not a cupcake. You didn't trade yourself mm-hmm. there. I love it.
1: He's not even the best player on the team. Also, he's not going over there um, as the guy. He falls in line now with Giannis. Yeah. And aside from the Denver Nuggets, this is knee-jerk reaction stuff for me here. They have the shortest odds in the East per Vegas now. Yeah. And I don't see anybody in the East that can stop them because they didn't lose much depth. Obviously, they lost Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. But, like, the bench is deep. The starting five is vicious. And who in the
0: East is going to stop them? Yeah.
1: Nobody.
0: Nobody. Who going to stop me, boo?
1: Two top five scores? Yeah. Dame and Giannis? Come on.
0: But I feel like for me and for the purposes of this show, the best thing to happen from it and the most relatable thing to happen to this was the sour grapes that were exhibited by one Jimmy Butler after he lost out on the Damian Lillard sweepstakes. So mad. Where he literally just... <laughs> He starts. Accused, he's he just he said this. Yo, NBA, man. Y'all need to look into the bucks for tampering. And I'm like, first of all, what Miami actually did was tampering. <laughs> yes. High pot, meat kettle.
1: My dude was straight snitching, like, yo, NBA. Like, Jimmy, cut the internet. You didn't hear it from me. Cut the internet, my man. All right. You were in the texts. You were in yeah. the DMs. You were courting this guy. All right. All these agents, these players. They're getting the message out in unison. Investigate Miami. The heat culture is that of tampering. I'm allowed to say that on the L. Duncan show. (laughs) My name's not on it. I can't be held liable.
0: (laughs) How petty is that? I actually love it. You know I'm a self-professed petty wop. Yes. Petty LaBelle. Petty in pink. That is good. What's the pettiest thing that you've done after getting not chosen, second place, Turned down, Gosh. bamboozled.
1: I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to answer that one. Can you give me an example of what of, might just, be an, of what might be an acceptable answer? Of just being petty. You give me something. It could be like it could spurn the brainchild for me.
0: Yeah. Um, well, no, I was just going to put that on you. I was going to hand you that rock. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I get
1: that. You were delegating yeah. that responsibility. I just like me. thought of
0: it in the moment. And no, I was like, was oh, good. hopefully Gary has something because, you know, he's an improv guy and he can think on his feet. Well, true.
1: And sometimes it's best to give it back to your scene <laughs> mate. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do is sort of take a backseat and let that person sort of control the scene. And so we're wait. just sort of yes anding our way through it. And then we're existing in your reality.
0: Yeah, this is what you call Phil. Phil. Someone told me, and it's such a great thing for people who are on TV. If you're asked in real time a question or analysis, and you don't know or you don't have like an answer, to just sort of reframe it and repose the question back to them. So, ask me a question. Oh, that's so. I'll give good. you an example.
1: Oh, as we're talking about things that are like super petty and that people take to the public stratosphere. Yeah. Like, what's something that you've done in that it, realm? It
0: really just depends on like what, like. I don't like. What's your definition of petty, Gary? Oh, that's See,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yo, we're a whole lot. Time out. We are putting on a journalism clinic 100%. right now. All that Syracuse stuff, Northwestern, Missouri, other Hello. journalism schools. Nah, no. You're getting your education on YouTube University right now via yeah. the L Duncan yeah. show.
0: It's giving education connection, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm the class of May, all right. <laughs> Just a month, not a particular year. Um, I'm a dropout. We got what you need. Yeah. Straight up. Look at us now. We got what you need.
0: We got you here. Yes. I think that petty. Gosh, but have I done anything
1: like petty? Petty? Are you a
0: pe- You don't really seem like a particularly petty person. I
1: got, no, I'm not. I yeah. I don't think that I am. Truly.
0: Yeah. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I don't think that I'm. Paying. I can't wait for anyone that knows Gary to slide onto the internet yo, and remind him of the pet he's done. Please, Can you?
1: Yo, please do that um, because hundreds, literal hundreds of comments
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, rallied behind me this week in support. Although there were a couple of detractors there he goes. as it relates to a particular topic that maybe we uh, visited <sighs> last week,
0: as we were talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, or. Their celebrity name trailer. It <laughs> <laughs> writes it's, itself. It writes itself, homie.
1: It could have been so close to that. <laughs> like a couple <laughs> missed practices, a couple missed vocal lessons. Yeah,
0: that that's the reality. That yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we're all just a couple of yes. hit songs away. Facts. You know. <laughs> Gary brought up the notion because I got to say right now, for some reason, all over social media. Mm-hmm. Is so many stereotypically male toxic masculinity type questions going around. Right. And I don't understand exactly. Why all of a sudden are we asking Demin thinking about the Roman Empire? Oh, yeah. Why are we asking Demin think about jackets? And I'm actually embarrassed that we added that conversation based on something that Gary said that I found to be emphatically sophomoric just the other day on this show.
1: I know the number one thought that Travis Kelsey had thinking in his brain was this is so awesome because I could win a fight against every single one of her exes.
0: I stand by the fact, I, that seems like a ridiculous notion. And I did ask the men in my life this question, Gary. As
1: you saw by the droves of commenters who were like, ding, 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 he nailed it. Mm. Okay, all of these heroes that are, were in your comments on Twitter who were like, Nah, girl, <laughs> I'm mature. Yeah, they nah, did. Nah, I don't think about that. Okay,
0: never. They were like, that's not even close to the first thing I think of. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing that ever comes to my mind. That's crazy. They thought it was funny. You know, the men in my life, especially the ones that know you, were like, "Oh, Gary," what but are, no, what did I don't have
1: to say about. He that.
0: said, "I don't sit." and think about every single person that you've ever dated whether I could fight them.
1: Nobody sits and thinks about it but it's just a
0: thought. It's a preliminary thought. It's like, like how early in the process are you thinking of these things and and is it one of those things where it's like oh a picture comes up or a conversation and then you just sort of because you feel triggered specific like this just feels oddly specific to you Gary and that's why No I speak for I don't think this is a general thing. You spoke for all men but it feels like something that you experience. And now you are projecting that on all mankind. I I I, I speak for what
1: I based yeah. on the numbers. What
0: happened to who hurt you? Uh, no,
1: no. Listen, I've been. Elle, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I've been in six fights in my whole life. Five of them have been mental. Okay. <laughs> and I can't tell you my record in You're those in fights. Fight. All right. But I've I've had like three serious girlfriends. Okay. Three or four. All right. Maybe I'm too... Two and two in okay. those particular, maybe I'm undefeated. I don't know. I'd have to go back because I don't dwell on it, but it's sure. obviously something that you think of okay. as a dude All right. and as evidenced by, you want me to run through the figures? Let me. I'm going to run through the figures real quick. Bear this with is, me. This is the L Duncan show. Oh, no. There's figures. So on TikTok, that video got 215,000 views, 31,000 likes, which I indicate a like as an agreement. It was shared 3,700 times, 581 comments. And I, I got to say, I didn't read every single one of them. 550 were agreed with me. I, yeah. Uh, totally
0: different America on my side. Correct.
1: Correct. On Instagram, s- similar situation. It was 175 comments. I would say 150 of them agreed
0: with yeah, me. Yeah, there was lots of guys calling you, you know, a boy, be a man, grow up. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. 36. Your balls I've, haven't dropped, I've that have kind grown. of stuff. What? Yeah, yeah they have. You're re- <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, they have. <laughs> I'm a man, I'm 40. You no, know, you see these gray hairs? What are you talking about? This isn't a sophomore, this isn't an immature thought. This is like innate. This is like a primal thought.
0: Yeah. And that's all me, I wanted to say. But let me ask you this, though. Would a big giant ex preclude you from wanting to no. spend some time with a lady? <laughs> Do you have a story?
1: <laughs> story time. <laughs> Drop the graphic. Do like Elle does. Drop the graphic right here. All right. College Gary, 2007. So I was about 20, 21 years old. Uh, back, back at school in Denver. And... Uh, There was a particular uh, young lady who I'm friends with now. She's married with children now, so it's great. She might listen to the program, so I'm going to leave names out of it. I'm 20 years old. She is 20, 21-year-old co-ed herself. We share classes together. And uh, it it comes up in conversation that she was dating a current member at the time of the Denver Nuggets. Okay. A 6-foot-9-inch power forward. Okay. For the Denver Nuggets, by the name of, you could look at the two thousand seven, two thousand eight okay. roster, and yeah,
0: probably... no six foot nine, that'll really solo him out.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't Marcus Camby, <laughs> and it wasn't Allen Iverson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, do the it wasn't Chauncey Billups. Do some research. It wasn't Earl Boykins. It wasn't Dante Smith. Dante Smith, my it wasn't J.R. Smith. Anyway, she lived close. She wanted to hang out sometimes. Okay, okay? so we would hang out. I still lived at home. This dude was a millionaire living b- by Pepsi Center and she wanted to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> she wanted to hang out with me. And she was like very popular in the, in the school district. She went to a rival high school and uh, she, would, she would come over to hang out sometimes. And when I, Elle, you've seen me take a date to Chipotle, okay? You know when someone yeah. wants to hang out with me. We hang out. We sit on the couch. We leave enough room for Jesus. She would shrink that room. Okay, she would try to close off that room. And one day I just had to tell her, like, hey, whatever you think. <laughs> I said, whatever you think you're going to get with this, you better think again. <laughs> you
0: turned her down. Yeah. Her
1: boyfriend was 6'9 yeah. on the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. What was I going to offer her?
0: What? Okay. nothing oh wow you sound incredibly insecure actually no
1: I'm a realist no that's not real Insecure, Elk. Yeah. this is the most secure
0: I've ever felt you're a funny guy you're sweet you're kind you is important Thank you. I'm just doing the speech from the help but I just think Gary uh- that you've got a lot to offer someone and it doesn't stroke your ego a little bit that this woman who seemingly had a man that could get her anything and lived in a whatever at the Pepsi Center was over here trying to choose you. She was choosing. Oh
1: no, 100%. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome. But you call it insecurity and I call it I've never been more secure. (laughs) I could could give her the best hangout session (laughs) up until about... 11 o'clock when mm-hmm. I knew my parents were going to be home from work. I'm <laughs> like, what, what did you want me to do? Let me add insult to injury, okay? One of the nights- Doors that she, open, Gary. Keep the, the nights, doors open. It's funny that you say that. One of the nights mm-hmm. that she came over, um, she drove a stick shift vehicle and it stalled in the front of my house. I didn't know the trick where you can push it and then auto auto jump start it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had to give her a ride home that night. Okay. And she brought her dad the next day to help her jump start a car and, and take it home. And then the next day at school, she was like, "And yeah, my dad wasn't impressed that you didn't know how to jump start a manual transmission." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool." Well, Soft think, move. Yeah. Do you think that guy on the Denver Nuggets would have known? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he would have just called AAA.
1: So, uh, so okay, so listen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He would have called a car service.
0: For he would have called a car he service. He would have sent her home in a car for, service. Sure. Bay so bay.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe that's where it's rooted. Yeah. I don't know that I would have been able but to But look at win you now, look from now. just
0: some nerdy guy who was scared to get his ass beat by a nugget yep. to a sports center anchor right. who spends most of his time now fantasizing about what it would be like to work with former sports center anchors. Folks, it's time for the Sports Center draft. <gasps> The segues are amazing. Yo,
1: you are, a pr- I you, know. you are a paid professional. I know, I think a lot about it actually. No, that was actually legit.
0: When you're talking and I'm not listening to you, I'm just thinking about all the segues.
1: That hurts, I'm right here. I can Sorry. hear everything you're saying. I can hear everything you're saying. That hurts.
0: All right. So um, we're doing this, we this, promised this sports center this like draft. We we promised it a couple of weeks ago, so we're gonna do it. And the parameters are, these are people that uh, are no longer working here. Correct. In some cases, no longer with us. Sure. In my case, anyway. Yes. Um, but somebody that we would have liked to have spent some time on a desk with for Sports Hunter.
1: Yes. All right. For whatever reason. And because, of course, it's your show, you get the sure. first overall pick. All right. Three okay. rounds. Yeah. With the first overall pick. Great. L. Duncan selects uh, Stuart Scott. It's a no brainer.
0: Yeah. I just think, man, he, like, it's so incredibly hard to be as quippy as Stuart Scott was. And um, I pride myself on trying to be quippy. Mm -hmm. It would be really cool, you know, to just sit down to Mr. Miyagi of Quicks and AdLibs. And he was just cool. And uh, it's really neat that like, you can come up with something that becomes part of like popular lexicon forever and outlives you. So Stuart Scott. Four generations, and still
1: one of the best highlight reads, literally of all time. Michael Jordan's flu game, one hundred percent. The misdemeanor steal, yes, just ridiculous. Yeah, that's sick. I think every broadcaster, whether it's sports or otherwise, has derived some facet of what Stuart Scott did on the anchor desk into their into their bag of tools. Sure, not necessarily, you know, verbiage, dialect, being cool. But just the attitude, one hundred percent, and, and, and the, confidence, and the, and the confidence that he exuded. Yeah. Um, Your
0: first overall pick, you were taking
1: Kenny Mayne. <laughs>
0: <Damn it. laughs> he's
1: so he was on He's he's so funny. He's I mean, listen, we are Sports Center lifers. We grew up watching yeah. the show, and I, I was right there late nineties in that sort of yeah. sphere when I can remember the guys. Yeah. And I'll never forget Kenny Mayne was still here when I first started like getting spot starts. And, uh, unfortunately when he, um, you know, when it was announced that he would no longer be with the company, he was in the green room one random night and I walked in and without missing a beat, this is the first time they're going to have to bleep something from me without missing a beat. He looked at me and goes, <laughs> I told him I quit. <laughs> like, like I was going to go in there and ask him questions like, Hey, Kenny, I heard the news. So he was like making light and Always. making jokes at all times about either himself he was the butt of the joke or i mean again to your point he was so fast he always knew what to say i never got to experience that with him in a professional setting but he's my top choice. the
0: kenny main experience is so amazing because it really is you always that way i never got to sit on an actual okay. desk with kenny i did some of those like commercial shoots yes. with yes uh, because kenny always found his way i did some like upfronts with him when he did yes. his whole monologue and uh yeah, man. The idea that I can like text Kenny Maine right now and be like, "What up, Kenny?" Is oh, that's just so bananas sick. to me. It's pretty dope. Yeah.
1: I always see him. Well, not always, but sometimes I see him roaming around the West Hartford Center. Oh, yeah, man. There goes in Kenny his flip flops. There goes Kenny. There goes Kenny Mayne. He hasn't owned yeah. closed toed shoes in ever.
0: Maybe his decades. whole life. Maybe his whole life. Yeah. All right. With my number two overall pick Ooh. in the Sports Center draft, I select. Robin Roberts. I knew it. I knew you were going. That's my girl. <laughs> I knew you were yeah, going there. She was, she was She was going to be my next pick. The sad part with Robin, though, is I don't know if I could actually host a show with her because I act like such a nerd when I am around her. Really? I fangirl like a weirdo. I really don't. I don't normally fangirl. I was in radio. I met a lot of people. I think it's because I just love her so much. She means so much to me. Yeah. Um whenever I am around her, I act like pre-verbal. It's like weird, really? and creepy. Yeah, so I don't know that I could do a show with her. You're I think I would You're never at just... a loss
1: for words. I, so I this comes from like a place of admiration when you were 100%. young and that's kind of like where- Yeah,
0: we have really similar like she, uh, my, my grandfather was a Tuskegee yeah. Airman and actually served under her father. And so my grandmother used to like watch Robin when they that were growing up in Tuskegee. And she remembers when Robin was a little girl with her pigtails and she would have coffee with Robin's mom. And so um, I, I didn't even know any of that when I sort of gravitated towards her. Of course, she was a black woman on SportsCenter. Yeah. And then it turns out she actually worked at the same exact radio station that I worked at many years later in Atlanta. So like there was just always sort of this link that we had. Yeah. And the first time I met her, she was so amazing. And yeah, I just love her so much and fangirl for her. Can you text so. her? I can text. Well, I can email her. <laughs> She'll respond too. Sometimes. You know, she's not busy. Let's she's go. Busy. Damn. Yeah.
1: Uh, you, got, you got some heavyweights. All right. This next guy I'm going to go with. Um, I'm, I'm basing this selection off of literally one clip. Um, he has many. He's timeless. He's still in the game. No longer here. Charlie Steiner. <laughs> I'm going with Charlie Steiner yeah. because the Scott Francis off key line yeah. was one of the funniest things to ever happen on SportsCenter. And it wasn't even because of what he said about Scott Francis off key. It's the subsequent fallout laughing sure. that they had after that. And it's one of those laughs that permeates more laughs. And I think he's doing stuff for the, is it the Diamondbacks giant. One of the NLS teams he, he calls games for on the radio. So that would be cool because when I when I pull up old Sports Center clips, you know, the old grainy footage, oh, yeah. uh, he's he's a frequent contributor. He's a funny dude. He I is would funny. love to I would love to ask these guys just stories of the olden days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The olden days. What? I'm sure they love if you approach it that way the too. 90s. Hey, tell old me, timer. grandfather, about the days. <laughs> Pop open a Werther's originals and tell me about the days before you know, television satellites.
1: Some of those guys um say that they wouldn't be able to do modern day sports center because of the way the show moves so 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 fast yeah so i'm like oh so we have that on them sure cool
0: (laughs) sure that's your way of saying that what we do is harder than what they did (laughs) i don't know know. writing
1: like a 45 second on cam leave to the pirates Hosting the Reds at yeah. Three River Stadium in the middle of July was probably difficult. It is.
0: It's not it's not easy. Um
1: third and final pick. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go a little, I'm gonna totally laugh in the face of all of your rules because he does still work here. But I am just I have oh, always I always wanted to sit at a freaking desk with Chris Berman. I like he's boomer, dude. Yeah. And you don't realize until you come to ESPN and the Wall of Sayings or like you sit down and really think about it how much. Turn of phrases in sports come yes. from Boomer. You know what I mean. Like I will forever, always, forever. You know what back. I mean. Um, the circles the wagon. Yeah.
1: <grr-> yeah. Yeah. All of it.
0: Yeah. Sleeping with the enemy. Like it just never is. It's he's just endless. He's timeless. He's he's timeless. He's still doing his thing. He's yes. still memorable. I would love to be able to sit at a desk with Chris. Berman. And
1: he's a hulking man. Like, yeah, he, man. He fills up. Room. Guy. He gets. He yeah. gets He gets your attention. I've been at a couple events. And this speaks of maybe my naivety is that a word?
0: Naivety. Nigh- Nigh- na- na- not... na- naivete. Maybe that's it. Naivete. Ooh, naivete. I like that. We landed on it. That's Ma- it.
1: Maybe this is the wrong word to use but I've been at a couple events and I've been too like nervous to like say, "Hey, what's up, Chris Berman? I'm Gary Rice. like yeah. we're coworkers." <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, know. He just got to come he's just the nicest man. Like him and Tom Jackson like that was my weekend ritual. I know, TJ That man. was like my weekend former Bronco like this is cool Denver's on the map Tom Jackson is on NFL countdown like Sunday uh, NFL countdown like Denver's on the map by way of just that yeah um who's your third pick third and final well since you broke the rules I'm gonna go I'm gonna go (laughs) I'm gonna give you three names (laughs) Dan Patrick Michael Kim only Korean dude only other Korean dude to ever do it and my favorite modern guy was Robert Flores.
0: <laughs> He's flow.
1: so good. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, but give me Dan Patrick. Yeah. Okay. Legend. Even though I heard he could be a prickly pear if you weren't on your.
0: Yeah. He expects the best. Yeah. He he you got to be good. Excellent. Mm-hmm.
1: So it, that might have been a one and done. <laughs> there it is.
0: Your sports center, what if draft? That's not to say that we don't love and adore our current co-hosts Kevin DeGondi and Randy Scott. We love you. We'd never trade you in.
1: That was the disclaimer. Just so that way nobody gets mad at us. I don't want to
0: have to look for a new job. I don't want to have to be out there telling people what I want to do in my next job like Tyreek Hill. (laughs) Another segue? <laughs> the best part of doing the segues is looking at Gary's face because he doesn't know where we're going. He's like, I'm getting in this car, but I don't know where the destination is.
1: Segway. Segway.
0: You can just put a segue across the screen.
1: Yo, like Tyreek Hill, who's got it better than him? Yeah. He's going the full Lloyd Banks route. Apparently. But just flipping it.
0: Fantastic at football, obviously. Yes. Things are good with the Dolphins. When things are good, when you're winning and life is good. Say whatever you want. And he said that in his next life, he'd like to be a porn star. Okay. And um, what I thought to be hilarious was that he then asked Mike Evans, like, I'd be good at that, right? And he's like, oh
1: no. Why are you asking me? Why would I know? I don't know, why would you know?
0: Do you have to have qualifications to be good at porn? Uh, I mean, as someone that watches it?
1: Me? Yeah. I (laughs) I don't watch it, I listen to it where podcasts are available, like the L. Duncan Show on Spotify and YouTube. I don't have an opinion one way or another. Listen, everybody has to have a stream of income, multiple streams, um, whether that stream is in or out. Um, let's just break. Let's just check the tape. All right. Let's just check the resume. Okay. First things first. How many? How many times has he screwed a secondary already okay. this season? Secondary air. Okay. You can't argue the facts. All right. uh, second
0: point. Yeah, they've got bad protection. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, which is required in the industry. Second point, okay. We already know that he is proven he can score on camera. Where's the lie? Okay. Four touchdowns this year. Okay. Those are the those are the pros. I'll give you. I'll give you a con. Give me a con. Some people might say he works a little too fast. <laughs> wham bam thank you ma'am so just stick to football yeah stick to football yeah <laughs> for cheetah
0: now. for now you're right you don't want to be your nickname in that field shouldn't yeah. be cheetah no nah. like snail <laughs> okay. um folks if we have a show on monday oh. if they don't cancel us we'll see you then